All right, guys, welcome back into another PGA DFS video. This week, we got the Zozo Championship. And once again, it's going to be a similar event to the CJ Cup. No cut event, new course. Well, it's not exactly a new course. We've seen this course before in the PGA Tour, but we haven't seen it for about the past 10 years or so. So there's no real significant data to go off of for this week. So a lot of guessing, but that guessing led to a pretty decent week last week. Last week, I was like, don't be married to your player pool. Don't be married to your build. You really just want to smash those studs and duds in there the most that you can. So I ended up with a lot of builds with Justin Thomas, Xander, Hatton, which was great. Uh, Justin Thomas, Xander, Berger, not bad. But really, it came down to JT and Xander pretty much locking those two in and trying to figure out the rest, which led me to be on Hatton a little bit, Berger uh, a little bit. Obviously, DJ was a scratch. Uh, English came up and played really well. Uh, on Sunday, so did Munoz, which really anchored some profitable builds. I know a lot of people on the 9to5 chat were coming out and saying that they had a good week as well. So pretty fun, pretty exciting to see that on a week where, you, you know, you really shouldn't be attacking it too much. And that's, you know, exactly what we have again this week. You know, don't attack it too much. It's kind of just play for fun, play it to kind of gain that knowledge for the upcoming weeks because the upcoming weeks, there are some great events. So I'm looking forward to those events. But let's get into kind of the breakdown of this week. All right, so just looking at the key stats for this week, I do think ball striking is going to be a key stat. These fairways and the course layout is somewhat sort of difficult as well, so that kind of makes me want to look at bogey avoidance a little bit. And, you know, normally it's, I'm looking either at bogey avoidance, birdie to bogey ratio, or birdie or better percentage, kind of just depending on the course layout. I think this is one where it's going to challenge the courses or the players a little bit where they have to think it through a little bit more. So I'm going to be looking at bogey avoidance. There are five, five par fives on this course. So I'll be looking at par five scoring. And then stroke skin approach, once again, this does seem like it's going to be a course where you have to set up your approaches to the green. So I will be looking at a stroke skin approach. All right, so now looking at course history here, what I classified course history as this week was actually Jack Nicholas Specialist. So I'm looking at kind of Mirfield Village, and then I'm also looking at the Honda Classic, and then also I'll be looking at the last two no-cut events because this is a no-cut event, Jack Nicklaus design course. I didn't want to go overweight on one of those. I think it's going to be crucial to kind of factor in both of those. So that's kind of what I'm doing this week. So the players that popped were uh, JT, Xander again, Harris English as well, uh, Russell Henley, who's just played well in his last two events pretty much, uh, or last two no-cut events pretty much. So those are the four that really popped out for me there then just looking at recent form harris english xander jt and hatton really no surprise there those guys have all been studs recently so let's get into the picks for this week all right guys so we're getting to the picks for this week i will mention real quick jay or dustin johnson he's not playing this week kind of unfortunate there he's not going to be the event this week but it does look like tony finau is going to be back so something cool to see tony finau has been a guy that we've been wanting to target a little bit more as the you know season has went on i do think he's gonna be a good play in case you guys don't notice i do have the monday night football game going on which started at 4 p.m central standard time which is about the same time that DraftKings came out with their player pool which was a little bit annoying kind of throws off your day when you're trying to give content trying to give those winning plays to people and you know when dk comes out late with that stuff it you know it just delays your whole day oh well let's get into the picks though so i do really like the top end here you know xander rom jt if you guys can afford to pay up for those guys, you should do it again. It's going to be the same thing as last week for those three. I really like them all. We'll pull up Xander here. So Xander, you know, at the Tour Championship, finished second, no-cut event. CJ Cup finished second, <laughs> no-cut event. At the Memorial Tournament, finished 13th. Uh, John Rahm, we'll pull him up, him up real quick. 
Finished first at the Memorial, 17th at the CJ Cup. You know, that wasn't great. We would have liked to see a little bit better finish from him, but fourth at the Tournament of Champions. That is great. Or Tour Championship, sorry. Tour Championship for Xander and Rom there. And then we're also going to be looking at uh, Justin Thomas. <laughs> great no-cut event history. The guy's just a stud at no-cut events. He kind of lacked at the Memorial Tournament, but still finished top 18. And if you guys remember, the Memorial Tournament is actually a full tournament field event, so those finishes weren't bad at all. I will say I would grade them uh, Rom, Xander, JT this week. After those two, I do really like Hatton uh, this week. Hatton is going to be one of the better stat fits this week. Uh, pretty much checking all the boxes and things you want him to be good at this week. I didn't mention uh, total putting this week, but total putting, he's top 20 in that. I do think that's going to be a crucial stat. We saw some really good putters play well in the past or at this course. Now, like I said, we haven't seen this course in 10 years, so it's tough to say whether or not that's going to be a huge factor this year, but something worth noting. Uh, he's top 20 in bogey avoidance. He's also third in par three scoring, which there's been, there's a five par threes here on this course as well. He's top 10 in par five scoring and top 30 in stroke game approach. You know, I just don't think we can go wrong with Terrell Hatton, who been playing pretty well recently besides that missed cut at the U.S. Open. It is kind of a steep price point for him. Kyle Morikawa, Webb Simpson are great plays as well. I'll touch on Webb Simpson here. Webb Simpson, I think he's going to be my go-to play. I think he's going to be a little bit under-owned than he should be. Solid recent form. T13, T8, T12, T6, great. He doesn't make any bogeys as well. He's one of the better players in the field at that. Uh, top five in total putting, first in bogey avoidance. Uh, 32nd in par 3 scoring, which we'd like to see. 6th in strokes gain total. Uh, he's pretty much just checking all the boxes now. He is 150th in strokes gain approach. Most of that is coming from the U.S. Open. He is 6th in par 5 scoring as well. So, you know, Webb Simpson, I think he's going to be a great play. Um, you could really start your builds out with Webb Simpson and feel pretty good about it. And so this week, it's a little bit different because I don't think you exactly have to do studs and duds, where last week I was like, you have to do it. And obviously that proved to be successful this week there's some decent plays in the mid-tier and we'll start off here with daniel Berger. so daniel Berger, you know he hasn't been playing exactly that well recently i think he's gonna you know pick it up and start playing better again uh fourth in par five scoring 10th in bogey avoidance um 15th in strokes game total you know at this price point i don't mind it but i'd much rather go with the better player as of recently that's going to be harris english top 10 finish last week kind of came back and had a solid week you know we talked about the shriners he didn't play bad minus five was not bad it was his first tournament of the season really besides that u.s open and that wasn't horrible and he kind of put it together after a horrible first round and had a good week i expect him to have a good week this week as well we look at the course history for this week um 12th, 10th, 13th, and 17th. So Mr. Top 20, Harris English, he's had four straight top 20 finishes at the, we'll just call it comp course history. Um, solid staff hit as well. Top 10 in the field this week. So, you know, English, Webb, and Berger, I like a ton. And Haddon, I like a ton. It's kind of going back to the players I was on a ton last year. Kind of sets up really well for them. All right, so after Harris English and Daniel Berger, I actually don't mind Russell Henley this week. So Russell Henley, been in some pretty decent recent form, which is, you know, kind of not surprising, but what is surprising is his price point. 8000 after he was almost a value play last week. I don't know, that's a little bit too priced up for me, although I do think he's going to be a fine uh, GPP play. He played well at the Honda Classic where he had a top-time finish, third finish at the CJ Cup last week. 
and he's been showing some decent recent play. You know, T30 at the Shriners, T25 at the BMW Championship, and a T8 at the Northern Trust. So great recent form. Uh, pretty decent staff at as well. Top 15, according to my model this week. So Russell Henley, don't mind him at that price point, although I wish he was cheaper. It does make it a little bit tough. Going a little bit lower, we're, we're going to dip into the low tier. So starting off with Adam Scott. So we haven't seen an Adam Scott in a while, but this should be a course that sets up well for Adam Scott. You talk about a guy that doesn't make many mistakes, kind of thinks through a golf course, that is Adam Scott. So, you know, you can't go crazy with Adam Scott just because we haven't seen him in a while. But I think yeah, mixing him in some GPP lines does make a ton of sense here. So don't mind him. I wish he was a little bit cheaper for someone that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, going back to the well with Sebastian Munoz this week, who I ended up on a ton pretty much just due to lineup construction last week. Top 10 finish. Uh, Mr. Fall Golf here, Sebastian Munoz. I don't mind. Uh, you just look at what he's done at no-cut event as well. That's why we really liked him last week. Really good at no-cut events. Eighth finish at the Tour Championship. And then he also made the cut at the Memorial Tournament. So Sebastian Munoz at this price point, I don't mind. I uh, wish he was a little bit cheaper as well, but that's kind of going to be the theme of this week after some of the players that were on last week did pretty well. And then just going into the value tier almost, uh, we got Brent Todd here. Not exactly a value play, but if we talk about just planning out your shots, hitting greens, hitting fairways, that is kind of Brennan Todd who didn't play well last week. Uh, so you're kind of hoping for a bounce back, but that's also why his price is low. Uh, not a horrible play, I don't think. I think he will pay off this price point. If it is, of course, how we're kind of predicting it to be, this is going to be a fine price point for him. Although I, I do wish he had played a little bit better last week. If he would have finished in the top 50%, that would have been much better. Then going lower, we're going to go with Harry Higgs, actually. So Harry Higgs had a horrible uh, kind of weekend stretch. I, I shouldn't say horrible, but didn't have the best round four, really, which he was in the top 10 heading into the final round. Uh, didn't have the best final round, but still. Played well enough. You know, a T21 finish at his price point last week was good enough. And if he does that again this week at this price point, it's going to be good enough for you. And I don't, I just don't mind it. He's playing great golf right now. We've seen that. You know, that minus six at the Shriners wasn't bad. He had the T2 finish at the Safeway Open. And then the T21 finish last week where he kind of just fell off on Sunday. You know, Harry Higgs has been playing some great golf recently. So I don't mind that at this price point. Once again, I do think he'll pay off this price point. So it does make a ton of sense. You know, I will say Tom Hoagie at this price point, once again, isn't horrible. I think he's going to finish right around what he has been finishing, which is around, you know, the top 30 finish. Uh, it's just a play where I think he's going to outproduce a lot of the players at this price point. So, you know, it's not really risky and there's not much reward to it, but it's not going to hurt you that much. So I don't mind Hoagie at this price point as well. But that's all I have for you guys this week. Hope you enjoyed the video. If you did, please give me a like and subscribe. I do appreciate that as always. If you are interested in joining 9to5Nation, the membership is $10 a month. Uh, we'll be adding a new feature in here probably this week or next week. We're going to do like a little bit of a soft opening, I think, this week for the feature. And then it's going to be full throttle next week. So it is going to be some you know good stuff coming for 9to5. And we're going to keep the membership price the same, $10 a month. So be looking forward to that for those of you who are already 9to5 members and those of you who are about to join got some new added features coming for you so hope you enjoyed the video uh let's have a good week this week and as always guys let's keep cashing